Welcome to episode 181 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg. My co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you doing, Warren? I am doing excellent. Thank you. All right. That's good to hear. I'm glad you're here. And uh, Jeff Gamet's back on the show. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing great because I'm hanging out with both of you. Yes. I'm glad that was my answer. Always glad you you are here to talk about stuff, especially Apple. Well, plenty of news stories we got this week. Uh, it looks like 15.2 beta RSC release candidate is is out. We'll talk about that and uh, some tips and yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. We always uh, end up having some great lively conversation. So let's uh, go ahead and uh, dig into the stories here. Um, this first article is uh, about Verizon. Verizon is tracking your iPhone user by users by default, and there's nothing Apple can do about it. How do you turn it off? Uh, for more than a year now, one of the biggest stories in tech's Apple pushed to require developers to request permission from uh, users before tracking their activity. That had serious implications with advertisers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, of course, Facebook was the loudest. Um, uh, Verizon, on the other hand, uh, they decided that they, they have this new thing they want to block. And uh, it, it is a service called the Custom Experience. And uh, it, it does allow you to... Now watch what you do, but you can opt out, but it's there's quite a few hoops you have to f- jump through. This is actually an article in Inc. Uh, magazine. I'm noticing that this is not as easy to explain, but uh, uh, Jeff, what do you think? I, 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 this has been all over the news this last this this past week, um, and I don't think Verizon's very smart doing this. Uh, no, they're not smart doing this. Okay, so you have two things here. You, you have your carriers need to track you in a legit way right. because you know, they need to know what tower you're on and, uh, and it's just part of how cell phones work. The other part where they're just going to go ahead and exploit that for other uses and make it incredibly difficult for you to opt out of that is, uh, is crap. Yeah. And, uh, it's, this is exactly why people hate their cell service provider, uh, our, our cable company or our broadband companies do the same thing. Yep. This is why we hate our broadband companies. Yep, they sure do. And boy, you can look through some of the hoops you have to jump through here just to uh, set your privacy settings and, and uh, your Verizon account. Well, I'm not a Verizon customer. What do you think, Warren? I think that most cell phone companies already are tracking you anyways, to be honest with you. Yeah. They kind of know where you are uh, by location, by uh uh, the tower you're on, um, they they know enough of where you are as it is. So I, this little, I mean, I'm on T-Mobile anyway. It doesn't bother me too me much. But wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me if I was on Verizon. I figured, you know, they know where I am either way. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, the the difference is between knowing where you are all the time, totally legit use of, of their network because they need to know where you are. Mm-hmm. Taking advantage of that. To uh, to market to you and sell to you without uh, giving you an easy opt out, that part's not cool. Where does it say they're they're using it to advertise and sell? I thought that was one of the things they were doing. I don't. I, I looked through it and I don't see it. But um, for what I could see, there's you know basically it says there's a custom experience with the with that, but doesn't really tell you. What the custom experience gives you. So, um, 
look through it later, but I didn't. I don't know what they're actually. It just says we're tracking, but doesn't say what they're actually doing with the tracking. Yeah, yeah. Standard tracking. That's no big deal because they have to anyhow. Yeah, I mean they they they, they know where you are. I mean, in you know I don't know where in your states, but gambling online gambling is legal in some states and in some states it's not. Mm-hmm. And the phone knows where you are by its tower, and that's how it like lights you. On, on that, I don't know for sure, but that's what I heard. Yeah, I I posted an article from Cult of Mac too because this ink article seems to be all over the place trying to <laughs> to read through it. So, uh, but to take a look at that. Yeah, uh, it'll give you if you're a Verizon's customer, give you uh, some uh, explanations on uh, how to opt out of any of this uh, crazy stuff that uh, violates your privacy. Honestly. Um, Next story here on Mac Observer, Prince Williams Apple Fitness Plus Time to Walk is now available. Um, His Royal Highness Prince William is the final guest on season two of Time to Walk on Apple Fitness Plus. This episode was released uh, Monday this week. Uh, The Duke of Cambridge discusses the importance of keeping mentally fit and reflects on a moment he was out of his comfort zone. So this is kind of cool. And I I haven't had a chance to really look at a lot of these Time to Walk. I really should. I know Dolly Parton did it and a number of other ex-celebrities. Um, to, this is a really cool thing. It was part of Fitness Plus, and, and of course, they're bad, not even utilizing it. I should be. Uh, Warren, do you use uh, this uh, at all? And what do you think? Um, I I think I wouldn't listen to Prince William normally, and I don't like to walk that much. So just uh, having both of them at the same time doesn't appeal to me too much, to be honest. Okay. Jeff, what do you think? I think Warren's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I know. I just try to try um, not to call it cracking, cracking up here, but <laughs> um, so I I'm not using Fitness Plus. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I probably should. You and me both, but I'm not. Uh, uh, but still, I, I mean, what, what Apple's doing with Fitness Plus, I I think this is awesome. Yeah. It's really cool, and uh, and. It just helps underscore Apple's commitment to their whole fitness program, and, uh, and and I say that it sounds like like I'm saying Apple is the most altruistic company in the world, and they're doing all of this just for our health benefits. Well, no, they want to sell us stuff, and uh, and the great thing is in this case, what they're selling us is also actually good for yeah. us. So. It's kind of a win all the way around. Absolutely. Check it out. Um, next story here. This was an Apple Insider. Uh, Chris O'Dowd added to an upcoming Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus comedy series called Big Door Prize. Uh, Apple TV Plus begins filling out its cast for its upcoming comedy series, Big Door Prize. Adding Chris O'Dowd from uh, IT Crowd fame. Uh, love that show. Uh, to its list of performers. Uh, the Big Door Prize follows the residents of a small town in called Deerfield, and there's one here locally here, who one, uh, who one day discover a magical destiny predicting machine in their grocery store. Hmm. Okay, looks like an interesting uh, interesting uh, show, and uh, I, I'm glad to see there's going to be some uh, more new content from Apple TV Plus. Uh, what do you think, Jeff? Um, yeah, this is great. I have no idea if I'll have any interest in, in the show. Yeah. And, but it doesn't matter because Apple is building up uh, a diverse library of content. And that's more important than making sure that I'm personally happy with every show. Yeah. I mean, although it'd be great if they did that too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, th- so this is great. Well, 
I, ultimately, I, I would like them to have them have done a, a remake of IT Crowd, but you know, who, who am I? I was going to bring that yeah. up. Then. Okay, so that would have been kind of cool yeah. too. Um, they tried. Did you watch the first? Uh, uh, there's a it was horrible. <laughs> it was absolutely. Well, it was an it was, it was an it was an exact duplicate of the first. IT crowd right. and and uh, overseas US and everybody was different everybody was different except for Moss, Moss Richard Richard what's his name yeah but um I in a deck yeah yeah and it was um Joel McHale was yeah. uh, down uh, so okay. it was it was awful but yeah. you know that that's that I would love for them to reboot that I like Chris O'Dell I'm a big yeah. fan yeah, he you know, bridesmaid like bridesmaids he was in bridesmaids I think that was his first real thing yeah, but yeah. he was uh, well. He was in um, uh, Get Shorty, right. the TV series with with, uh, with uh, uh, Raymond, the guy that everybody loves, and um, Ray Romano. Uh, Ray Romano, yeah. So that's you know I might watch it. You don't have it on here too, but they just announced um, uh, J Law is going to be uh, Elizabeth Holmes yeah. on Apple TV. I saw that too. Yeah, so, that, that yeah. just came out too. I, I am strangely attracted to Elizabeth Holmes. Uh, I, I, I am fascinated with this woman. You're uh, just into the bad you know. um, There's just something about um, just when you when you, did, when I saw that documentary of her, yeah, honey, faking H- like practicing HBO. You know, yeah, she was she was faking her um, the deep voice, and I'm like, this one was awesome. Like, how do you keep that up for so long? It's incredible. The uh, the the whole okay so Elizabeth Holmes a deep voice thing and um yeah so I saw something earlier today where um uh I'm sorry who did you say is going to be playing her uh, uh, Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer, Lawrence yeah. Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence that's Jennifer. right so yeah uh it said that uh, it was actually going to be a team up effort Jennifer Lawrence is going to play her but Patrick Warburton was going to voice <laughs> her voice. yeah that's awesome. <laughs> And, and and you got to have the turtleneck. But, uh, oh my god! Yeah, she, she the documentary was crazy. Uh, was, but I am so she is, with those she is yeah. creepy and yeah, she's bizarre. Gonna, <laughs> she's going to get off. I think this trial. Is yeah. like, no, it's, I think she's going to get off. We'll see. Anyhow, um, this this goes to a strange device released uh, for an iPhone. Here, this is a Mac rumors. Razer launches MagSafe compatible cooling fan for iPhones. Razer today, uh, uh, this was uh, this week, uh, announced the launch of the Razer F- Phone Cooler Chroma, a MagSafe-compatible fan that is designed to attach to the back of the iPhone. While there is a MagSafe version for the 12 and 13 model, there's also a second version with a clamp design meaning for uh, meant for Android phones that would also work on non-MagSafe iPhones. Uh, Razer says this uh, this this phone cooler Chroma has a seven blade fan and up to sixty four hundred RPM, thirty dB of noise protection, and quiet performance. Hmm. And it's got a Bluetooth connection too it's for adjusting the fan properties. And why would you need this? Other than the fact maybe you're doing lots of gaming and you're going to have this big giant puck on the back of your iPhone to play a game. Uh, what do you I don't, What do you think, Jeff? <laughs> okay. When when I first heard about this, my initial thought was. Oh, that's interesting. You know, there's a lot of places where it's hot, and now you you can put a fan on your phone and cool yourself off. And then, and I thought that's kind of a stretch, but okay. And then I read what it actually was, and I was like, I, I can actually believe this more if it was a personal fan and not right. a fan blows, to cool down my iPhone. It blows the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, yeah. 
I, I, all I think of is play, other places I could stick it on to just for fun. Um, <laughs> and, and then I thought maybe if you could have like some kind of attachments where you could put two of them on your head, on each side of your head, that would be a good idea too. Like to cool your head. Uh, yeah. 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 They're, 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 when you're thinking really hard, yeah. put these stuff, on. Cool you off. It's definitely cyber, cyberpunk. Put two yeah. on your eyes. It's got, it's definitely got some, uh, Use well, cases in that, in that phone, but not my phone has never been never. hot enough for me to even notice it. Too much. Rack this up to a, one of the yeah, 60 bucks they want for it, too. Yeah, it's a hard pass for me, <laughs> but they always uh, got to report those those fun things that they are out there and interesting things, too. It looks cool, yeah. So, um Next story here, this is a report uh, in uh, Mac Rimmer's uh, iOS users who are opting out of app tracking continue to be tracked by Facebook and Snapchat. Uh, loose interpretations of Apple's privacy policy also allows apps such as Facebook and Snapchat to uh, continue tracking users for target advertising, even though they have asked not to be tracked. Uh, as as we know, app the app transparency. I don't need to go through that again. Uh, was uh, released, uh, allowing us users to opt out of being tracked across any apps uh, and, and and websites for advertising purposes. Seven months after Apple, Apple introduced the feature, companies such as Snapchat and, and Facebook have pur- purportedly um, uh, been allowed to continue sharing use, use user level signals from iPhones, providing that data to is anonymized and aggregated rather than directly linked. To specific user profiles so interesting to see that this was kind of discovered uh, again this is a report so there, there this really hasn't been officially you know announced with some uh, hence a rumors site uh but if this is the case boy i would say apple's not going to be too happy about this if they're already or not already by seeing this article don't you think jeff well yeah apple's not going to be happy uh regardless of whether or not uh, their terms of service actually allow Facebook and other companies to do this. Apple's not going to be happy because it doesn't look good for right. me. Facebook doing this, I'm not surprised on any level nah. whatsoever. There, there's no moral compass leading that company. Therefore, no. stuff like this is going to happen. Absolutely. Not surprised at all. Any thoughts, Dorn? I mean, if Facebook figures out a a if Facebook figured out how to do it, it doesn't look good for Apple because Apple didn't find a, a way to to prevent that. Mm-hmm. Um, which and and Facebook doing it because they're they're heartless. Mm-hmm. No, they're doing it because they want money. And if they figure out a way to do it, other apps are going to do it. If they if they succeed, so the the best outcome would be for Apple to figure out how to make it so they can't do it at this point, because you know companies are kind of you know, when Apple makes any of these kind of rules when it comes to the, I mean as soon as there's a workaround they're going to figure it out. So yeah. you know, and, and when it comes to like the uh, third party app store, that's going to be a whole mess too, because there's going to as soon as as soon as you open things up a little bit like this or block things a little bit, if there's a way around it. Everybody's been doing so. Yep. Yeah. Uh, weren't you totally right? But that does not preclude Facebook being heartless. <laughs> okay. No. No. <laughs> hey, we could have an entire debate about Facebook, but let's not. <laughs> yeah. you're, 
Here's a here's a doll, Jeff. Tell, tell me about Facebook coaching. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Is it here? Yeah. How much time do you yeah. have? Yeah. Point point where they yeah. Ouchie, ouchie. Um, next couple stories here. More firmware updates for uh, for devices. Uh, first one I was kind of surprised about is the MagSafe charger. The firmware is upgraded. Okay. Uh, uh, there's firmware on, the, on a MagSafe charger cable. I would never th- who'd have thought, but uh, this is actually announced today as we record this. Uh, Apple uh, today upgraded the firmware for the MagSafe charger that is compatible with the t- iPhone 12 and iPhone 13 models that have the mags inside. The new firmware version 10 10M229 up from 9M5069. The MagSafe charger initially came out in fall 2020 alongside the iPhone 12 models, and it's been, I guess it's seen another firmware upgrade we didn't even know about. So, um, and of course, most of these updates are quietly done over the air, so we have no no release notes of what what it's doing, but um, I guess it's fixing something. Why do these these come out? (laughs) Clearly, uh, the MagSafe one is so that uh, that new fan can stick <laughs> I thought, That's it. There you go. There must be a reason. <laughs> the, the, there must be. So I bought a knockoff MagSafe charger mm-hmm. at Target. It was like nine how, bucks. Or how bucks. could you? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I also have the regular ones too. But my point is that if there's like a anything that could possibly have a firmware in, a, in this thing, there's no way that Target's version has no. one like that. No. So it, and it works. I will say it kind of works because my when my wife uses it, it it charges and goes down. You know, blinks, blink, blink like that. When I go on my phone, it works. So it's maybe that's. Anyways, the, there's something in there because when you put the MagSafe on the back of a MagSafe phone, the, you get the graphic on the phone. So that's the only difference with the knockoff. It somehow knows that it's a MagSafe compatible thing. Other than that, I think it's the silliest thing in the world to have any kind of, uh, any kind of device in there that would require a uh, uh, like any kind of processor, I guess, or so, something. Well, how are you going to make it more mag or more safe or more charger <laughs> if you don't have a firmware in there? That that's in the notes. Less explosion. Less explosion. Twenty <laughs> percent less exploding. Yeah. With the, with the well, and of uh, course, you have a MagSafe charger firmware. You got to have your AirPods as well. That must this this sure. one must be at least about the fifth or sixth I can think I can think of. But this covers the AirPods uh, three, the AirPods Pro, and the AirPods Max headphones. Um, also, twenty percent less explosion yeah. on this. Sweet. So. Uh, so this is moving up to 4A402, which is a two-number two, two number increment from uh, last time. Again, no no standard or, uh, reason why that this is being done or what any explanations, figuring bug fixes. There is no really any way to upgrade it. It just upgrades on its own. Um, you can connect your uh, AirPods to your device and then open the settings app and see uh, what your firmware version is. But uh, uh, beyond that, I don't know what's, what else is doing to upgrade this. So the, the fun times of firmware for this week. Uh, guys, anything, any, anything else to add on that? Nope. Give me a way to, to force up firmware updates on these devices. Yeah, I, I want to, it's cause, cause like you, like uh, you, Jeff, I love upgrading things. <laughs> 
right. I, yeah, I live to upgrade. Yeah. And, and my favorite is is to do an ambiguous upgrade that uh, we have no idea what it does. Exactly. Just do it. Why do they even, why do they even tell us <laughs> to do these things? To, to, to taunt us. Uh, you know, because back rumors, you know, they have to tell us everything. And that's what we like them about, that, by, like them by doing that. Um, I love to upgrade, update too, but not my Apple TV, I could care less. I don't even. You, bar- you barely like, use it. Well, I use it all the time. Well, I use it. I just don't. I mean, the up- I've never seen an update in my lifespan of owning one of these things that excited me. Yeah. Uh, on it. So. Um. All right. Uh, next story here, Bob. Also, Mac rumors uh, lawsuit claiming swollen Apple Watch batteries can lead to, quote unquote, substantial personal injury. Every generation of the Apple Watch has 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 a battery swelling defect that can cause operational failures, injuries from broken uh, screens. States a new class action lawsuit that has been filed against Apple. Uh, According to the plaintiffs in the lawsuit, Apple has manufactured the watch in a way that it allows the lithium cobalt oxide battery to contact the watch screen. And in situations where the battery swells, it, it, it could cause the display to pop up. It actually happened to me. I think I had the Series 3 or maybe the Series 4, um, and I had to get Apple to replace it. kind of scared me a little bit, especially pay all this kind of money for an Apple watch, and and that happens. Luckily, it was under warranty. Um, I guess that the, the, the uh, lawsuit describes a situation where a man uh, had an Apple Watch Series 3 that saw the screen detached due to the battery swelling of three years after the device was originally purchased, which that stinks. He was in a golf cart and reached down from the steering wheel to place it in motion when the detached screen severely sliced the underside of his forearm. Oh, cutting a vein. Oh, the Ooh. edge. Oh, ouch. Ouch. Um, so uh-huh. this affects, <laughs> yeah, boo-hoo. this, this affects all Apple watch models, except the, uh, series seven. So I'm safe. Uh, and so is Warren. Uh, so again, these are these lawsuits that people, you have a, you have a number of people have problems and they have to file these and, you know, Sometimes I just I just disagree with this stuff. Why 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 are you bothering? I mean, it does it's this the percent is so low of this happening. Don't, don't you think? Yeah, but someone wants some money. Yeah, especially especially the lawyers, the lawyers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because those are the people that actually make money off the lawsuits. Oh, for sure. Uh, I, I mean, I feel bad for the guy that got cut by the Man. edge of the display. I mean, that really sucks. Um, but we're talking about devices where. <laughs> They, they have battery. rechargeable batteries and the batteries when they get old when they wear out they can swell and uh and this isn't just an apple thing this is all the devices so right. uh this is like filing a lawsuit against uh against nature because the sun rises every morning <laughs> and sets every night and it gets cold at night because the sun sets yeah, that's about it uh, any other thoughts born I mean, I could, I, I could sue a lot of things that I hurt myself on in my life. Um, you know, like Jeff said, it's, it's a point of life. I mean, to, when things break, sharp edges could happen. Yep. And that's true for everything in the world. But anything that has a surface area to it. So, um, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. And then uh, last story, Mac Rumors, uh, iOS 15 now installed on nearly 60% of devices, exactly 80 days after its launch. 
So the, the iOS 15 is approaching 60% adoption across all devices. It's only been 80 days. That's not bad that, to the public after the official re- reveal in June of 2021. Uh, of course, this is a, a, according to a, a third-party website, Mixpanel. Uh, as of Thursday, the third-party data analytics company uh, said about like, close to 60% are now running iOS 15, compared to about approximately 36% of, of uh, when it was iOS 14 uh, the year before. Uh, so it looks like the adoption rate's starting to pick up, uh, especially because it has a lot of the new features, I think, really is probably what excited a lot of people. Don't you think, Jeff, that, that I think a lot of people got excited about live text and a lot of some of the new things that the iOS 15 added? I agree, and I think that people aren't realizing how significant this uh, percentage actually is, yeah. because previous years, uh, you just get the little update notice that said, hey, uh, it's time to install the software update. But now, you have to look at the bottom of the of the software update screen right. to see that there's actually this other software update available for you that's iOS 15. And, uh, and so... Initially, there were a lot of people not updating because they didn't know. They, di- they didn't see it. Uh, and if you had a smaller phone screen, even an iPhone 10, you couldn't see it. You had to scroll up to see it. Right. So, um, you know, the, the fact that there are that many people that are intentionally installing iOS 15, I, I think that's pretty significant. Yep. What do you think, Warren? There was a, it had a slow start, right? If I'm remembering right, we did a story mm-hmm. when iOS first came out that wasn't getting adopted as quickly as the other. So, um, so I guess it's been, you know, people wait for uh, um, the first, what, what are they on now? 15.2 is coming out. So, yeah, we're yeah, 15.1.1 right now, I think. Yeah, so I think a lot of people waited on the dot one release to, to, to jump on board because they were worried about couple things so that's good uh more people came on and hopefully they'll come on after uh 15.2 yeah you know you talked to a lot of people in, you know, in it they're like i won't i won't deploy this until it's on top whatever yeah. so there's a lot of people out there like that so Monterey too <laughs> yeah well don't worry anything you know anything computer wise like you know, uh, yep windows or whatever i won't do it until it's uh service level three remember yeah. that XP, oh, yeah, right. service, service yeah. pack three, yeah. Service pack three. <laughs> That's right. Oh my god. Um, but you know what? Compared to Android, adoption of, of OSs is 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 always at a high percentage percentage for for Apple. So it, it's it's great. It's really great to see that. Uh, I mean, all of us here adopt it pretty quickly, and of course, we'll be talking about beta here as a good. That's a good lead in here. That. Uh, uh, iOS 15.2 release candidate uh, is uh, out for both iOS and iPadOS uh, to developers. I believe it also re- released to the public uh, as well. Um, and the biggest thing that the iOS 15.2 is adding is the app privacy reports, allowing you to uh, to see who and what and why people are accessing of, of the apps you use, uh, sensitive data and that you're granting. Um, and then they added the legacy context feature. Uh, the big thing I think this is going to add is the is the thing with Apple Music, which we talked about uh, in previous shows here that was announced, uh, Apple Music Voice Plan. And we're going to talk about that as a separate topic here in just a minute here, um, uh, that they've added that. So um, privacy report, uh, like I said, and the messages uh 
Uh, they got the safety for, for, for the young kids, for the communications and the parents getting warnings, uh, Siri search and, uh, you know, Apple, we've talked about the mail app for an iCloud plus, uh, lots of other stuff. And of course, bug fixes, you're always going to see bug fixes, uh, in there. And, uh, uh, CarPlay even has an enhanced city map and Apple maps, with road, de- road details, like turn lanes, the medians, bike lanes, pedestrian crosswalks, and for, for supported cities, of course. Um, so yeah, it's a, looks like it's a pretty, pretty comprehensive update. Uh, and uh, again, Warren, you've been running it on your primary devices. Uh, still, still solid. Having any problems? All good. Still good. So, where's Universal Control? Yeah, that's um, promised that, it by the that, end of that's the year. MIA, that's going to be MIA, and it's not. Yeah, I forgot that. I, was, I should have added that article. Uh, Universal Control across uh, Mac and, I, I, and iOS and iPad OS. Yeah, it's still. It's a good thing I sold. So I bought the iPad Pro, the, the, the 13 inch, initially because of that feature. Yeah. Uh, and then I ended up trading in for the mini. I'm so glad I did because it's never coming. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be surprised if if uh, we get the feature this year. And uh, it's vaporware. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm feeling like Universal Control is kind of a vaporware thing it's, right it's now. It's too uh, too buggy. They just yeah, don't. which disappoints me because that's one of the primary features that I wanted. Me too. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, another feature that uh, was added with iOS 15 is the parts and service history feature. Uh, with the launch of 15.2, Apple is going to add a new parts and service history section to the settings app that allow users to see the service history of their iPhones and confirm that components used to repair are genuine. Hmm. I should check that on an iPhone. I just had to replace the XS. Uh, see what it says. Uh, where's, where's that? It's, uh, it's, uh, Outlining a new support document, users who have iOS 15.2 or later install in settings general about, and then you're able to access the parts and service history. Uh, maybe you could uh, maybe you could see that if it's on yours, uh, if it's been released. Um, it says uh, Apple will provide different information on components depending on the iPhone version for the 10R, 10S, 10S Max, and later, including the SE second gen. Uh, you can see if the battery had been replaced. And iPhone 11, 12, 13 models, you can see if the battery or display had been replaced. 12 and 13 models can see if the battery display or camera had been replaced. So, uh, so there's a. This is kind of going along the lines of being able to support yourself and buying genuine parts. Looks like Apple's really going all out. Uh, to, to think, Jeff, this is this is uh, interesting. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, th- this is not the path I was expecting Apple to Me take. Uh, but, I mean, it makes sense from uh, a legal strategy standpoint. Uh, still, I wasn't expecting them to go this far with it. So yeah, they're really opening it up. Uh, yay for us as consumers! Yeah, they're really opening it up, and I fix it's happy. <laughs> uh, a lot of other repair shops are happy that they can get, part, get hands on parts, and they don't have to be an authorized uh, reseller to do it um, or authorized support center. Um, so there's a there's another uh, thing that they've added into fifteen dot two. And, and they also seeded uh, Watch OS uh, 8.3 uh, to developers. I'm assuming, Warren, you've seen nothing. It's the same old, same old. Well, let me show you this uh, large gaping wound on my wrist after I installed that up. <laughs> Warren, if you didn't make the joke, I was going to be so disappointed. Oh, my gosh. 
The screen popped off as soon as I did the update. Oh my gosh. There's so much data, it popped the screen off. It, was, <laughs> it didn't have enough memory and it didn't have enough hard drive space. So, yeah, better explode. No, I, I have not noticed a thing uh, with it. Um, it's it's fine. Uh, maybe a little, actually a little bit snappier than normal, which is nice. Um, you know, and I did talk about in the previous shows about the, about the assistive touch on Apple Watch models. Uh, they have now expanded this with the latest release to older Apple Watch models. Um, so, uh, so uh, Apple did preview this feature back in May of this year. Uh, and assistive touches, of course, allow for watchOS enable people with upper body and limb differences to be able to use the Apple Watch without even having to touch the display or controls uh with uh, sensors and on device learning uh so they now have extended it to the uh, uh to the models previous so this is this se uh and looks like uh, whatever models at four and the five series were also going to be compatible with 8.3 so this is this is great so they did expand some more of accessibility with this and i started trying to play with it but it, it does take a little getting used to so i got to definitely tell you that so um and then TVOS got released again. Never anything of any note, note uh, that that uh, was released. That's the uh, this is a, a release candidate as well. So it looks like fifteen uh, two is really its release is imminent unless they find a bug. And sometimes we've seen them before to come out with another RC version uh, release candidate. And we'll see what happens. So um, next topic was uh, I was going to talk a little bit about the Apple Music Voice Plan. Um, that's coming to fit. Uh, iOS 15.2. Uh, it is now in the release candidate version of 15.2 that developers can test. Uh, and Apple says the new Apple Music Voice Plan is set to launch along with the update. Uh, again, if anybody doesn't remember, the Voice Plan is a new tier of Apple Music that is priced more affordably than the standard Apple Music Plan. It's $4.99 a month as opposed to $9.99 a month, and it's completely designed around Siri. Uh, with the Voice Plan, you'll be able you'll be able to access the, and play songs, playlists, and albums on their Apple devices solely through Siri requests. Boy, that scares me. <laughs> uh, and uh, the plan does not allow the standard Apple Music user interface. Instead, offering a customized in-app experience with su- suggestions based on music preferences. Um, Although uh, the music plan is the music, the voice music plan is limited to a voice based song playback and provides access to all music, Apple music songs, playlists and stations. So all you have to do is ask Siri. You've got to be really talented. Don't you think, Jeff, of, of, of uh, using Siri more, more so than ever with this plan? <laughs> I, I love the plans is happening, yeah. but I'm concerned about about uh, how well it's going to work for people. I mean, I, I talk to my HomePods all the time to, to play music. And I'll say things like... Not, not just for conversation. I'm a lonely man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'll say things like, hey, S-Lady, play my, my, uh, uh, my friends list. Right. And it will come back and tell me that it's playing some album by some artist that it's, I mean, it's completely missing what I'm saying. And, uh, and I'll try again. Can't do it. Try again. Can't do it. And so then I have to tell the home pod to play something else. And, uh, and then later on, maybe it'll work. Maybe the next day it works, but I mean, there, there's still way too much inconsistency with how uh, the S lady right. handles 
the stuff for Apple Music. So I, I'm expecting we will eventually see memes like the old uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Simpsons meme with the uh, the kid writing on the message pad that he wants to beat up Homer or, or beat up uh, Eat up Bart. Martha. Yeah. Yeah. Eat up Martha is what it translated to, and, and then it becomes Eat up Martha, and, and then so he we're going to yeah, yeah. So we're going to have a, a Eat up Martha uh, meme thing for HomePod. Nice. Yep. Uh, so uh, it, uh, they, they uh, there, there's an article here from uh, from Mac Rumors here that one of the contributors actually started uh, doing some testing. Of note, knowing that the voice plan subscribers cannot listen to songs in spatial audio or lossless audio, you can't download songs for offline playback, you can't watch music videos, you can't view lyrics, you, you, you can't see what friends are listening to or listen on other supported flat platforms like Android. So if you're an Android user, you are not using Apple Music. Or you can if you are if you have the full uh, subscription plan. Um, It'll be available across all of the OS uh, OS's iOS 15.2, iPad OS 15.2, Mac OS 12.1. So we got to wait for the next update to Monterey here. Watch OS uh, 8.3 and TV OS 15.2. It'll be in 17 countries and regions, including the United States and many others. Uh, so it looks like they're all in with this plan. Um, and this is uh, definitely going to be uh, interesting to see how... What works when when people subscribe and how how much that they keep their subscription? Because I, to me, I would find this to be frustrating. I just would want the full plan and just be done with it. Yeah, but there's a lot of people where this will actually be great. Yeah, because no. all they want to do is say, "Hey, S Lady, play Adele." They're they're not doing this. There's, there, there's two groups of people out here. There's people yeah. like uh, who who want the music and are going to pay. You know, whatever they we pay to get you know the service, and then there's you know people who don't want to pay. We're kids, mm-hmm. and they're not they're not doing this. It, you know, it, there's no in between. So they're either going to listen to free, free Spotify accounts or free Pandora accounts or or torrent what they need to torrent, and um, and this. So I don't think there's going to be many subscribers if like you know even any, but it's not any skin off Apple. It's not like they're losing money mm-hmm. on it. They could they could come up with five of these different type of plans and it's not like, you know, it's not like it's not going to cost them anything because it's basically just to, you know, to probably hit a button on their side that says, no, you, you get this and that's it. So, yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, it, it's, no, it's not really a, a risk uh, to them, but I don't think it's going to be very popular uh, for them. I'd be surprised. I'd be real honest. Yeah, but uh, they've, they've they've proved us wrong otherwise. You know, we don't know here. So well, they know their markets. I don't think they'd come out <laughs> yeah. with this if they didn't think it was going to work. Uh, now that said, maybe they should have consulted with you, Warren, yeah, so that they would know not to do this. And what, it, I mean, and the, the, what Apple wanted to do is do what everybody else does. And give you like free Apple Music with advertisements, but Apple's not—they don't do that. They're not—they don't advertise. Right. So right. like, all right. So how can we get these kids to listen to this free stuff on Pandora or Spotify with the free accounts with the advertisements mm-hmm. you know, to to kind of get into the Apple Music? All right. Well, we won't. You know, we have to charge something, and we'll do this. Um, that's what they're they're betting on. But 
you know, these people are cheap and they're not going to do it and it's not that important to them. So right. they're going to kind of stick with what they got. Um, I think. I mean, there's no free tier of Apple Music at this point, right? There's no. uh, some of the radio stations I think they could listen to. There's a few things you could do in the music app if you're not a subscriber, but I'm not sure what they are. But um, right. Yeah, the way you get Apple Music free right now is... Uh, Buy a new computer or a new Apple device. Oh, oh, that's right. They get like three months or something like that. And you get three months. Right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, well, I'll see how it goes. But um, the 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 free would add service that you know Hulu has and yeah. and uh, and and Spotify and 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 all these other places are where the kids are. That's what, that's where they hang out because they don't they don't have money. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, move on to some tips here. We've got the, for this week, and we all got also got an app here. I'm going to share in just a minute. Um, uh, this was an article I found on Mac Observer. Our friend Jeff Butts wrote it uh, just a couple days ago here, or two days ago, as we record. Uh, your iPhone can actually help you predict your fall risk. Um, and like I said, he, he said here, let's face it, as we get older, our bodies don't work as well. I'll, I'll, I'll second that motion. Uh, we, uh, but, but, That's a point. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. And we might suffer some poorer balance uh, than, than in your youth and your various aches and pains that make life interesting. That's a good way to say it, Jeff. Jeff. Uh, so uh, the Apple Health app on the iPhone can help detect potential health problems. And one of them is a fall risk. Um, so on an iPhone 8 or later running iOS 15, you, you can track your, your walking steadiness. Uh, this gives you a insight into your fall risk so you can uh, take appropriate measures. And then, then the feature is called, as I was saying, walk, walking steady, steadiness. It uses uh, custom algorithms to evaluate your balance, stability, and coordination. Um, and it'll, it'll just pop up on the screen here. Um, and the way you set this up is you actually go in. It's not turned on by default, so you have to you know, go in, but it's easy to enable. Uh, in the iPhone, you open up the health app. You go into the summary. You scroll down, and you'll see walk walking steadiness notifications. Tap setup, and there'll be a different bunch of prompts that you just go through, and uh, it'll show you. And it'll give you a kind of a a chart to show how you were for the, you know, for just like everything else, uh, to shows, you know, across a week's time or six months or a month or a year, um, how your steadiness was. Um, so, uh, kudos to Apple for putting in another great, a great health option, uh, with your Apple watch and your iPhone. All right. I just turned it on. Yeah. I'm be- All right. Let, let's t- test it out. Let's fall. <laughs> Push out. You know, I, I actually tried to do fall tests with the Apple Watch when um, when uh, that feature was added. And uh, I did that on, um, um, I can't remember which show I did it on. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you tested it I, 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 I tested it live on the show. And, and what I did was I bruised my uh, my leg falling, but, uh, but I didn't fall... Uh, I didn't fall real enough. I was still too fake. Mm. So it didn't work. When, so when I've actually done real falls. Let's try it again. Totally works. Yeah. Cool. I wanted to do, um, I wanted to detect different types of walks. You do like, if I walk like an Egyptian, will it, <laughs> say walking like an Egyptian. Right. Or if I do like the, 
If I do the um, the, the nine to uh, staying alive walk, does it say does it start playing staying alive? That would be good. That would be yeah, good. That would be. But you have to be an Apple Music subscriber. Right. This is true. So check it out. This this actually you won't be able to check it out just yet unless you have the beta version of fifteen dot two. But uh, when fifteen dot two does comes out, uh, this is going to be a, a really cool feature. Uh, uh, it's in fifteen one one. I just turned. Oh, it, it is. On. I didn't because I didn't see it. Yeah. Let me go back and look. I didn't see it because I thought he said it uh, was in fifteen dot two. So we went into the health app, and then I'm in summary. That's the first thing that comes up, and you're, you're supposed to just uh, uh, scroll down so you, so you used to see, and then and then you'll be like, oh, I guess that's everything. But then scroll again because I think it's loading only part of the list uh, at a time. Okay. So highlights, active energy, update your regular regular beats and cardio levels. Oh, there it is. Fall detection. That's fall detection, not uh, walking steadiness. Oh, did I turn on fall detection? No, I think you did. Instead. Oh, well, whatever. No, I think you did. Okay. I wasn't crazy. <laughs> All right. It's coming. Let's Fair enough. We'll 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 we'll, t- we'll talk about it again and see what people think uh, once uh, that it's out in the wild there. So I'm going to try to walk like an Egyptian. All right. So great. I can uh, uh, check on my my falling on my watch or my phone now. Yep. So we'll, we'll see it. We'll great. see what happens. Huh. Um, All right. I try. I try not to go into a health app. It scares me. Yeah. You and me both. I can appreciate that. You and me. Mm-hmm. You and me both. Um, all right, let's uh, talk a little bit about um, uh, the f- uh, file formats for photos. Um, HEIC, we've talked about that many times on the show here. That that's the that's the format that Apple is now using by default on an iPhone, HEIC or or HEIF, uh, and it's not supported by every uh, operating system. Trust me, I've experienced it being in tech support, trying to get a Windows machine to open it up unless you have the uh, third party uh, plugin to open it uh, is not a fun thing. Um, uh, so to get universal compatible, you might want to convert the picture to JPEG. Um, uh, we've got a link to an article here, and I download blog uh, that uh, actually shows uh, a bit of a tutorial on how to do it. I'll just kind of describe what what it what it does. And uh, HEFC was was actually developed by Moving Picture Experts Group MPEG. Well, we're, we've been that around for a long time, um, and uh, it just more of a it's a more high efficiency image container that's what heic stands for and it was just more of a way of compressing the photos enough that it didn't take up as much space on your on your device and this started in ios 11 um and you'll know right away if if the photo is heic or not especially when you're sharing it with uh, other other people like like imessage and other apps are are compatible but uh believe me you'll you'll know when you when you start uh, sharing especially on a computer um and uh, there's a couple ways of you can do this uh, in the in fact the first step here that it talks about converting HEIC to JPEG using the iPhone's file app, files app. Uh, and the way you do that is you open up the image in the Photos app, and then you tap the share icon, and then you tap copy photo. Um, then you open up the files app, go into any location, any folder in that section, and then long press an empty area, and then tap paste. It'll inst- instantly convert the HEIC photo to JPEG. Honestly, that's a pretty fast way of doing it because there were other, a lot of other ways of doing it. That's a bit, a bit of a long step there. And I come, I forgot that you could do that. That's a that's a great uh, a great way of doing that. Have you, have you guys done any conversions of HIC? 
uh, a lot. And uh, uh, honestly, most of the time, it's because I'm sitting at my Mac right. and I need to send someone that can't open the, the file. Right. And, uh, and I've always just uh, um, used preview. Okay. Yeah, you can use that. Um, the other suggestion they may not have done this many times is just take a screenshot if it's not a huge importance of how qual- the quality of the photo is. But I mean, screenshots do do a pretty gosh gun darn good job of taking good pictures as well too. So you could do that. There is also third party apps. Um, the iPhone apps, uh, using the dedicated HEIC converters from the app store can convert those apps pretty on the fly as well. Um, there's a, there is an app called the image converter in the app store and what you can do, it looks like it's free. Um, that, uh, uh, that works on, the iPhone or the Mac for that matter. Um, and, uh, uh well, actually, yeah, it, it does, it says viewing the iMac app store. Uh, I guess you can. Oh, that's right. Because it's probably, because it, it's on an M1, you probably can use it. Um, mm, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, so that's, a uh, uh, that's a way of taking a look to see, uh, where, uh, uh, where, where, how you can convert things, uh, using a third party app, uh, and then um, there's a number of others like Cloud Convert. I'm not going to get into some of these things. So you also could go and if you wanted to, you could change the setting in in in, in the camera app and say take pictures with JPEG going forward. Um, so if you don't want HEIC, there's that possibility. Have you guys tried that? It lowers the quality. It doesn't lower the quality. Yeah, a bit. that's why I don't do yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's the only bad thing. But of course, now with the new iPhone, like the 13 Pro Max, we we have raw, uh, the raw format. Um, you can really take some pretty insane pictures, and it's always best to have the highest quality picture if you want. Take a look at that. I think there's some good there's some good there's some good tips in there for people who are having challenges with uh, getting that uh, uh, getting that uh, converted. Um, so. It's just a quick side note: is you don't want to take too many pictures in RAW while you're in a room real fast. Yeah, yes, you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. It uh, it it will uh, definitely be uh, a a problem here. So, um, another tip here: this was uh, our, our friends at OSX Daily. Uh, this actually just came out a couple uh, yesterday, actually. Um, Fixing that dreaded the message has not been downloaded from the server in in mail on the iPhone and the iPad. How many times have you seen that? Lots. Uh, Lots. Um, so a couple of the, the tips it, it's giving here is, uh, well, duh, make sure you're online. Of course, you're online. <laughs> so I don't know uh, if that's going to be much of a, of, a, of a good tip here. Quitting and relaunching the mail app. Of course, we've all done that a million times. I don't know. I don't know if uh, that's really going to be something that's going to fix this problem. A lot of times it just might be just a connection issue. Um, restarting the iPhone or the iPad. Uh, that's that that could tend to to help. Um, let's get the message to load. Um, so. Uh, again, reasons why, why does this happen? Again, there's just so many number of reasons. Like, like it says here, um, uh, it could be a, a, a hiccup in communications. There could be a problem with the internet connection. There's any of a number of reasons. So honestly, there's probably not a, a really a hundred percent foolproof way, a foolproof way of, of fixing this. Um, uh, because, uh, it's purely, I think more of a connection issue. Don't you guys think it's, um, happens to me most if you're in a Wi-Fi building and you open up a message and you're walking outside and lose your Wi-Fi mm-hmm. at the, around that time because it 
catches the header and then it doesn't load the body and then it's stuck that way. And then you try to do so many things to get it back. Right. But it's definitely a connection issue between having, it has ser- enough service to get to that point, but not enough service to finish what it's doing. It's, it's what's happening. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good, good to be aware of. So, you know, you're not crazy why it's doing it. it it's just, well, you might be, well, some of us are, but yeah, you might be crazy, but this isn't why. No. It's not the reason. This isn't. Or maybe it is. Um, huh? It's very yeah, possible. It's, it's very possible. Um, and then uh, we got an app here this week, or I have an app here I found. Um, actually, this was an article was written here, and I've also got a link to the app itself. Um, I don't know what that is. You browser. New browser. I'm assuming that's how you, how you would say it, because that's the new character. Is that a new character? Okay, so new browser is a is a new... No, like uh, like the sound of cow makes. Oh, moo browser. It's a what? Moo browser. That, that character's moo, isn't it? Like it's, a Greek, it's a Greek letter moo. Okay. Yeah. Good luck trying to search for it too, as I tried and, and I couldn't find it. Cause I think, I think it, I better double check because Lambda, I might, Lambda. I might be uh, being stupid live on the internet. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, uh, you, Greek your guess is better than mine. Cause alpha bet. Um, so yeah, this is actually know. a browser for the Apple watch and it is surprisingly great according to the nine to five Mac here. Uh, and it is a, it is a move. I'm sorry. It, it's the 12th letter of the, yeah. I'm okay. So yeah. make it, make it challenging to search for it. Uh, you're not, you're not crazy. Go ahead. Uh, so of course it's, uh, uh Apple's been, uh, the, the browser has been missing from, from the watch purposely because they're not surprised because Apple chose to admit it from such a small device. But now the displays are getting significantly larger. I was being, I have this, this, the, the, uh, the series seven, um, it is time for a reconsider. Uh, a few a few years ago, Apple added the ability to for apps to show web views if a link was tapped, um, but it was horrible. It really was. Well, there's this uh, so there's this new app called Moo Browser. Um, it's only ninety nine cents, um, and um, I'm surprised. I was very surprisingly uh, that I found that this this doesn't look too terribly bad. Yes, it's small, but. If in a pinch, it might be something you could just do a quick view of a, of a particular website um, and be able to get to it. Um, when you uh, there, there are some quirks with it. Um, it, it is it's easy to set up. You can go in the app, the the iPhone app, and put in specific if you want to have specific sites that you're searching or want to connect to. You can put it in there, um, and they're there. And uh, but. It, it is actually a pretty slick app. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I was, I was playing around with the, for a little bit here today. And, uh, when you, when you go into it, it, uh, it does give a, give a pretty good experience. Like I'm looking at Mac rumors here on the watch and, uh, it does, as it does a pretty good job here. And you can see the images here in the article. Um, and, uh, but check it out uh, again. It, it is 99 cents. So don't be worth the, the bite, bite the bullet and spend a dollar on, on an app to, to see if you like it or not. Um, and uh, thanks for that uh, link here for the, the Greek alphabet of what that was, uh, Jeff. Uh, sure. And uh, yeah, check it out. I think it's a cool cool app. I think it's something you want to try. I mean, obviously uh, you can't, I don't know if it's going to work on a smaller watch, um, but it doesn't say it's not compatible. So Jeff, not only are you going to die from the battery exploding, but you cannot use this browser. <laughs> On your watch. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it it will cut me if I do. Right. It might cut you. Yes. 
But uh, um, I mean, is, is this not like so tiny, Dave? That I, I haven't tried it, but I could barely see my phone. Are you kind of able? Yeah, to see I I, uh, I didn't have too too terrible time uh, looking at it. Um, let me pull up my uh, let me pull up uh, the website here and see if it. Now the only thing is the quirk is it does have to prompt you uh, that. The, the, that the browser wants to sign you in and you have to tap con, uh, continue. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if you could see it on camera here. Uh, I'm showing it on camera, but uh, oh, yeah. it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It, it really isn't that bad uh, considering, you know, it's hard to see, but uh, mm-hmm. it's not, I was tipping my head as yeah. if uh, I could look around your wrist. Better. Yeah. So, so you'll use this uh, once and this is, this is the time that you just use it. So, um, I'm sure it's nice, but uh, you'll never use it again. Uh, per, in a pinch, it might not be something. Uh, it might not be a bad thing. And I, I kudos to this developer that uh, uh, that, yeah. that, uh, that decided to take the time to create this. Uh, Arno uh, Appenzeller. I like the article because it has my exact uh, band and watch uh, face color. Well, it's, that uh, is improved. That that is important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, because it's the best. That green. Leather band and the green face is the best. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the the Boba Fett watch. Yep, it is a Boba Fett watch, or the uh, St. Patrick's watch. That's what I like to call it. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, with that, let's go ahead and uh, wrap things up for this week. That was a lot of uh, stuff we went over, and I hope you enjoyed it. So let's go ahead and do a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. We usually live stream the show here on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash DaveG65. You can also watch uh, the past streams and listen to the, all the episodes. Also visit uh, In Touch with iOS magazine on Flipboard, where many of the articles and topics we discuss are there. We have a link in the show notes. Uh, you can subscribe in, our, in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Thanks for being here, Jeff. As always, where can people find you? Uh, well, thanks for having me back again. Uh, both of you rock. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm jgamut both places. YouTube.com slash jgamut for my videos. Lots of Tuesdays on uh, Mac Voices Live. Thursdays on the big show and then Fridays on the Mac show. All right. We'll be on the Mac show tomorrow as we record. Uh, and can't, can't wait. wait. And uh, Warren, where can people find you? I am uh, on the Facebook and Mac to the Future group. Um, been uh, been active the last few days. Uh, I do this show and I do uh, um, occasionally Chuck show. Uh, I wanted to do it Tuesday, but he didn't. He wasn't here. Uh, I had the opportunity. Uh, so so did Patrice. This week. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. Uh, maybe next week. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll talk again soon.